time is it? How do I shut this thing up? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop that snooze button because it's time for Wake Up Rider with your yes, host sir. who brings yes, all the roasts, Nick yes, Winkowski. Who the f*** is that guy? Am I really here? Oh, Last day? What? 1077 LeBronc and 1077LeBronc.com nominated for eight 2023 Intercollegiate Broadcasting System College Media Awards, including Best Morning Show for You Guessed It, Wake Up Rider, and Best College Radio Station in the Country. That'd be us at 1077 LeBronc. But this is Wake Up Rider! Yeah! Yeah! I'm your host, Nick Witkowski, and I'm here with my co-host, Trey Wright. Wait a second. Don't worry, guys. Trey actually did not oversleep today. He had a final. Actually, wait, he made that very vocal on the air because he was very upset. But, you know, that's okay. Hey, Trey, good luck on your final today, buddy. So, I guess I'm solo doloing this, which is, like, kind of weird because I don't think I... No... Maybe I think I did one show alone this semester and oh man, like I, so John, who is our general manager here at at the Bronx told me I should probably have a guest on, but I was like, "Ah." I kind of wanted the challenge, you know? So I was like, okay, I want to do this one alone. Also, because this is our final show of the semester, which I'm going to get into in a few minutes. Um, So basically... What a, I, I guess I should just start with, yeah, this is the final day of the semester. This semester has been nuts. What a wild ride. Um, I'm not going to get too much into it because my last segment of the day, after we talked to our comedian at 8 a.m., um, her name is Julia Scotty, so make sure you tune in for that, is all about my semester and like a semester recap and just basically like what advice and what like I've, I guess, learned through this nuts experience that I'm running back uh, in the spring anyways, so whatever. Um, But I will tell you guys that when you are given an opportunity to make something happen, and I'm going to talk about this later more in depth, take it. Do not stand, like if you are sitting there and you have an opportunity right in front of you that, you know, looks like, looks like a lot, but like, It's totally possible and it's right there for you. Take it. Like, don't miss out on it. That's exactly what I could have done with this show. And I did not do that. I I wouldn't have traded this opportunity for the world. And as tiring as it is, and it can be, as much as I would love to sleep past 6 a.m. every morning, this is something that I would not ever, like, it probably would have been a big regret not doing this. So um, this is definitely, man, this semester, man. I can't wait to talk about that more in depth. It's nuts. But like I said, final day of the semester, but we'll be back again on January 23rd. So don't worry, your favorite college morning show isn't going anywhere. That might have been a little biased because I do make the show, but like, and Trey, of course, as well. Shout out Trey and Owen, all the people involved. We make the show happen, but um, we'll be back. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. So Christmas countdown. That's right. We're in the single digits now. I haven't checked in a couple of days. My bad. We're eight days, 16 hours, 23 minutes, and 27 seconds away until Christmas Day. That's pretty hype, man. And we're going to continue our Wake Up Rider Christmas down to- countdown today. So that's pretty hype. Like I said, I'm going to remind you guys, we have a comedian coming on at 8 a.m. this morning. 
Her name, Julia Scotty. This one I'm very excited to do um, just because I think she's probably the most decorated person that we've had on here. And decorated, um, what I mean by that is has the most... Uh, I wouldn't say a, she doesn't have the most awards, but she has the most um, she dipped her feet in the most within the entertainment industry. And I think she's got some very interesting takes. I loved writing about her intro. I went on so many different websites to gather information. So I'm very excited to interview her. Um, you can actually get tickets to her show by just commenting on our on our social media posts, which I'm going to plug in a minute um, by commenting on our social media posts. All you do is type Saturday in the comment section. And that's right. You get a show. You get a free pair of tickets to her show on Saturday. Saturday, which is at 7.30 p.m. So make sure you tune in for that. Day recap yesterday. First of all, I wanted to talk about something. What? And the thing I wanted to talk about was a Starbucks cup. Now, I know that's a really weird thing to talk about. Like, it's just like, dude, what? A Starbucks cup? Like, everyone gets Starbucks. Like, I don't know. Hey, yo, what the? It's just the pure fact that I walked in here all week long and the same Starbucks cup is sitting on the desk and has been there for like five days. Whose coffee is that? <laughs> it's definitely not hot anymore. I can tell you that much. It is definitely freezing cold. I don't know what you're doing, but just throw out your trash. That is actually a big pet peeve of mine, ironically. I hate when people leave trash. My room, for those that don't know, actually, oh man, I wonder if my mom is listening today. Um, but she'll get what I'm saying. Sometimes I'll leave my room a mess for two days, but then I'll come home from whatever I'm doing, events for Theta Chi, like class, this, this, and that, radio station, and my room will be a travesty, and I will immediately stay. I'll stay up till 2 a.m. to clean my room. My room needs to be spotless after a certain point. When I'm staying in there for a prolonged period of time, it needs to be clean, and that Starbucks cup makes me really upset because this is like my room in a way like I guess because it's like my well it is my job in a way but it's also like my probably most visited place on campus so like I've made it my home in a way I literally keep my food in John's fridge because I don't feel like paying $20 for a fry and like half a chicken sandwich so sorry you're not getting that much money from me Ryder hey yo what the my bad so yeah that's that with the Starbucks cup. Please throw the Starbucks cup away. I'm going to lose my mind. Now, I have some cool information as well. So, you know how I, guys, how I was just mentioning Catch a Rising Star? So, um, the cool thing is, and I'm going to do a drum roll because I'm very, very happy about this. Oh, it's technically two big news. John, if you're listening, you only heard one of the good news, but now I have the next one. So the first bit of good news is that I have gotten a job with them, which is super cool, and I've been waiting for an opportunity to do my comedy. So, super hype. And it's, I think a lot of it has to do with Wake Up Rider and, like, doing the interviews and stuff. So, um, and they gave me a shot, and I really appreciated it. And it's super cool. I'm very excited. Uh, I wanted to thank them for the opportunity. But the, the opportunity part, which I'm going to get to, um, well, right now, I... I'm going to be performing a lot sooner than I thought. Oh. That's right. On New Year's Eve, I'm going to be up on the stage hosting, which is crazy stuff, dude. I am terrified out of my mind. I know I shouldn't be. And thank you for the booze, crowd. But I am just so nervous. Like, I really, I don't know. I, I talked to my, I guess I'll call him my honorary big 
um, and also my mentor and also one of my best friends. I'd say, um, so Rob Brown, I called him yesterday, told him the news because, like, you know, he, he deserves to know. He's the boy. I appreciate him. He was also live on the air at NJ1015 yesterday, which was so awesome until Trey Wright calls NJ101.5 and jumps on the mic with them. Yeah! That's right. Trey Wright was on 101.5. That's nuts. So, (laughs) (laughs) we were talking about, um, Rob and and Steve Trevelis were talking, who's the host of the show. We were talking about uh, Theta Chi and the fraternity aspect in a college thing. And then Trey leaves, Trey calls the phone. Oh my gosh. And my favorite line had to be when Trey corrected Rob about uh, this event that we do called GI Jane. Because Rob, Rob was like, oh yeah, GI Theta Chi, uh, that's one of our biggest events. And I was the hype man, which he was the hype man. He was crazy. And Trey then goes, um, actually, GI Jane, GI Jane. <laughs> and then Rob goes, oh, oh thank you, Trey. <laughs> Yeah. See, for those that don't know Rob Brown, it's not that funny. But for me, I thought it was the most hysterical thing. And I actually got to talk to him after he was done on the air. And it was it was a great conversation. Um, <laughs> oh, he, yeah, that was fun. But I got to tell him about the news of me uh, performing on New Year's Eve. And I have to work on more material. I have a lot to learn in the next two weeks. But I'm very excited for the journey. I think it's going to be sick. And then the actual, like, going up there... I was told to just not give up and give it my all. And you know what? I'm going to take that with a lot of pride because I'm, I'm very excited. I'm excited to kind of like not do well, honestly. I mean, it's possible I could do well, but if I don't, I'm excited to learn and see what like the people react to and stuff. I think it's going to be so sick. Um, so yeah, we'll, time will tell, but I think it's a really cool opportunity. Uh, yesterday as well was Peaches' birthday. Shout out. Peaches! Um, we got him... Some cool gifts. He was really appreciative of them. And then we all hung out together and had like a little brotherhood kickback for the last time of the semester because I'm going home today. That's right. That's right. Tell everybody, the press, my mother, I'm going home today. Now, I usually go home every day, but what I mean by going home, quote unquote, is I'm actually staying home. Oh my gosh. This is a life changing thing. I. So exci- I'm so excited to go home. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, the question of the day, I'm actually going to move it to the, um, to the segment that I have today, which is the semester recap. The question was, what is the biggest life lesson that you learned this semester and why? So I'm going to actually move it. You guys can have the cliffhanger. That's right. I'm that guy. I'm so sorry. But you're going to get the answer to that at our um, second segment of the day, which is going to be after the 822 underwriting announcements. But now it's time to plug. I realized I was going on off on a tangent for a while, but you got to deal with it. You guys chose to listen. Not my problem. Let's plug. If you want to hear about the many segments that we do when we're going live, the podcast going up, the weird news, and so much more like little funny clips, uh, polls, this, that, and the other, you can follow us on Instagram at WakeUpRider. You can also like us on Twitter. Oh, no, that's not like. That's Facebook. Let me flip them around. You can like us on Facebook at WakeUpRider, preferably if you're over 40. There's a demographic thing, and I checked the. You get the point. And follow us on Twitter at Rider underscore Wake. That was really weird. I did that in a weird order, but whatever. 
You can also call us at 877-900-1077. That's 877-900-1077. Yeah! And the podcast. They are live. Trey, I mean, wait a second. That's right. I'm taking it away. So... We post many different types of podcasts. I'm not going to do this as well as Trey does because he does it every day. But you can listen to Wake Up Rider on any of your favorite podcasting platforms, including Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course, Spotify. That's right, Trey. I did your and of course. And you can learn more about me, Trey, Owen, Wake Up Rider, and everything that we do here at 1077 The Bronx by checking out our website. That's right. It's www.1077thebronc.com. Slash wake up rider. That's www.1077thebronc.com slash wake up rider. That's right, dude. Nationally nominated. Sweet. I have to do imaging this winter break about that. But you know, it's okay because I get, I'm going to be taking two weeks off. That's right, guys. I'm taking a break. It's like, I think, April, no, December 25th. Or third, I think I'm going to start until January 7th because I'm going to Florida. Super sick. Let's get into our first song. They can't build snowman in Florida because it never snows. That's why we're going to listen to it. Snowman by Sia here on 107.7 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. This is Wake Up Rider. Get up, get ready. It's going to be a good day. Don't cry, a snowman, not in front of me. Who'll get your tears if you can't get me, darling? If you can't get me, darling. Don't cry, a snowman, don't leave me this way. A bottle of water can't hold me close, baby. Can't hold me close, baby. I want you to know. Even 
was so beautiful. It made me cry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's a reason 1077 The Bronx is nominated for a 2023 IBS College Media Award for Best Social Media for the second consecutive year. Do you know why? I'll tell you. Because we're damn good at it. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 The Bronx, on Twitter at 1077 The Bronx FM, and on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC. We'll be back with more Wake Up Rider after these underwriting announcements exclusively on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you, I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Get the crust out of your eyes. You're listening to 1077 The Bronx Weekday Morning Show, Wake Up Rider with Nick Witkowski. This guy sucks. It's the most wonderful time of the year on 1077 The Bronx. Rock around our Christmas tree before you see Mommy Kissing Santa Claus to the biggest hits and best variety of holiday music from now until Christmas Day, including the Bronx 12 Days of Continuous Christmas Music that is currently going on now. Welcome back to Wake Up Rider here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm your host, Nick Witkowski. I'm here with my co-host, Nobody. <sighs> I miss you, Trey. Please come back, man. Oh, Trey's finals in seven minutes. I'm gonna tell him. The, I'm gonna tell him good luck. Don't fail, Trey Wright. Because um, I remember Trey tells me every single day. I hate this math class. I hate it. I hate this math class. But you know, Trey, I think you're gonna kill this final today. Good luck with your final. Sent. Got you, Trey. Don't be late. Don't oversleep. Like you do the show. Oh. Hey yo, what the. And I'm going to hit him with the sheesh. All right. Let's get into the weather report. This news is 100% Not the right certified. One. I do that a lot, weird. ironically, but it's okay. That was weird. Whether it's rain or shine, this is today's forecast with Wake Up Riders Weather Report. Wow. We. The weather. I know you guys love it. I'm not, a, I'm not a certified meteorologist, but, uh, you know, I know my way around the uh, Wonderground website. It's currently 45 degrees today, cloudy with showers. Expect mist and reduced visibilities at times. Your high is around 45, so we're not getting much warmer than this. Winds northwest at 15 to 25 miles per hour. Chance of rain, 50%. That's right, we're rounding away the nor'easter. Going into tonight, though, cloudy early is going to become mostly clear after midnight. Your low, right at the freezing level, 32. Winds west at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then we go into to tomorrow. Generally sunny skies despite a few afternoon clouds giving you a high of 41 with winds west at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Your low, 25. That's really cold. Pollen? None. We're all good. Now we're gonna... So what happened to this snowstorm, dude? I'm looking at it right now. This is some BS, man. Anyways... Going into your weekend, we have sunny skies, mostly sunny skies. We have temperatures in the low 40s as your highs and your lows. Oh, man, the mid-20s. It's getting real cold. Then, the back end of next week, remember how I was mentioning that snowstorm we were supposed to have? Yeah, it's a sleet storm and only two inches of snow now. That happened really fast. Thursday, 44 and low of 24. But Friday, oh, my gosh. Let me just tell you, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Next Sunday is Christmas, by the way, the 25th. 
These temperatures, 28, 24, 29, those are the highs, the lows, 13, 13, and 17. Winter, dude, that, that's all I have to say. It is going to be freezing. Prepare for it. I'm not going to lie, you're going to be cold. And so is my car windshield, which is my least favorite part of the morning because I have to sit and wait for it to defrost and complete waste of time, complete waste of time. But speaking of a morning commute, I think you know what time it is, guys. Directing you to the latest traffic and pumping up the best gas is Wake Up Riders Traffic and Gas Report. Two days in a row, I'm back at my old job. I'm doing the traffic report today as well. Oh, man, here we go. Do my very best. Trey kills this every day as well. Shout out, Trey. We've got delays, and I, I mean delays. North and southbound here at um, Route 1. You can expect some serious delays here. It's not too bad going on to I-295, though, and then you get off exit 67 toward Ryder University. You've got little to no delays there. However, we've got some information going on at 206 from Princeton. That's right. The roadway is black, so there's a downed tree on US-206 both directions at south of Ewing Street, Princeton Township. All lanes closing detoured northbound. All lanes open. Southbound, use caution, please. So if you're going from the Princeton area, if you have your final final today, final final, see what I did there, make sure you're prepared because there might be a delay and you don't want to be late to a final. Now, going in toward Hamilton, Bordentown, that area, you've got little to no delays there. And even in Trenton as well, it's not too bad. Um, so overall, not too bad this morning. Just be aware of 206. 206, there is a delay because of a down tree, both north and southbound near Princeton and Ewing Street. And um, your usual volume delays in on Route 1. So, yep, that's where I come to school. The gas prices. Let's check them out, man. They've been going down recently. I'm not going to make a Putin joke like Trey. That's his thing. But um, looking at the gas prices here, I will tell you, I'll make a broke college student thing. Yeah, I'm really broke, dude. I, I don't even want to get gas. Your lowest is 315 and that's at Costco. Shout out Costco, man. My parents just got a membership there. About to make... About to get some good stuff. I'm not going to lie. Um, Exxon, 319. BP, 319. Bunch in 321s, like Quick Check, Fast Track, Pullins Garage, 322, Fast Track, 323, Sunoco, 325, 7-Eleven, 325, Delta, 325, Wawa, 327. Your average price is going to be, give or take, 325, 327. So not too bad, but of course, got to do this for you, buddy. 399 at Luke Oil. Uh, Luke Oil needs to go away. No one likes Luke Oil. Whatever. They're just trying to make up some bread, man. I understand the grind. But that was your weather, traffic, and gas report. And now it's time for a quick song, which is Christmas Time Is Here, which it is pretty much. We're about a week away by Mark Martle. And then we're going to go into the top of the hour, the Bronx News Flash, and then our comedian interview with Julia Scotty. It's going to be awesome. Let's get started. Christmas time is here, happiness and cheer, fun for all that children call their favorite time of year, snowflakes in the air, carols Times and ancient rhymes of love. 
1077 The Bronx, WRCFM, Lawrenceville, New Jersey. Ladies and gentlemen, we got great news. 1077 The Bronx is proud to be featured in RadioWorld.com magazine's spectacular radio studios for 2022. Wow. To view the ebook, which features a full spread of our brand new state of the art 21st century learning spaces, search up 1077thebronc.com slash radio world. Okay. Broadcasting live from Ryder University's state of the art Radio World magazine featured spectacular radio studios. This is 1077 The Bronc. The peanut vendors are standing up to them. Breaking news. Oh man, this must be important. 1077 The Bronc brings you your world in two minutes full of world news, national news, rider news, and more from the top newsmakers on campus. You've come to the right place as we bring you the Bronx News Flash. This is your Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes. I'm Alexander Young from Rider University. A heavy snowstorm is slamming through the north as Duluth, Minnesota is receiving their eighth largest snowstorm in history. The blizzard-like conditions will stay for another 24 hours with another six feet of snow overnight. Now, the storm is expected to move its way towards the northeast. Over in the south this week, deadly tornadoes struck homes into debris in places like northern Louisiana and left at least two reported casualties. 
This week, the White House announced their new plan for its winter preparedness plan, that now Americans could order four more free COVID-19 tests through the mail starting on Thursday. It's a part of the Biden administration's plan to deal with an increase of COVID cases sparked by indoor holiday gatherings. The plan with the White House is to get the tests shipped out by next week. This comes as COVID cases and hospitalizations are again rising around the country. After House Speaker Nancy Pelosi announced that she would be stepping down from her leadership role in the next Congress after the 2022 midterm elections, on Wednesday, her portrait was unveiled in Congress. Pelosi delivered a speech in the unveiling about her time in Congress. This program was wonderful to me. It was like seeing a story of my political life unravel, revealed in front of me, not in terms of believing all of the accolades, but in identifying with the persons who were presenting. On Wednesday in Hollywood, it was reported that Stephen Twitch boss, former Ellen DeGeneres show DJ, and So You Think You Could Dance judge, passed away at 40 years old. Reports say that he left his house without his car, and the Los Angeles police got a call about an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. There was an incredible response around Hollywood from his death, as he was a beloved Hollywood figure amongst many. And that is your Bronx News Flash, your world in two minutes. I'm Alexander Young. This has been the Bronx News Flash on 1077 The Bronx. Oh man, that was pretty important stuff. Mr. World in Two Minutes? You can listen to past episodes at 1077thebronc.com slash Bronx News Flash on your favorite podcasting platforms. We'll see you next time as we get back to the biggest hits and best variety only on 1077 The Bronx. Sweet! We're back with 1077 The Bronx weekday morning show, Wake Up Rider with Nick Witkowski. Ah, can't wait to make my cereal. Oh, my. Oh, my. Nick Witkowski, wait, that's me. What? <laughs> to Wake Up Rider, everybody. It is currently 8.05 in the morning, and I've got a very, very special guest with me here today. Age is not just a number. It's an asset. 70-year-old Julia Scotty continues to blow audiences away as she breaks down barriers more and more every day. Julia has been on America's Got Talent in 2016 and became the first out transgender comedian to, to appear on national television. She's a writer, public speaker, and, of course, comedian who travels across venues all over the country. She's starring in the critically acclaimed documentary Julia Scotty Funny That Way, which portrays emotional honesty as well as a funny, powerful portrait of who Julia Scotty is. She appeared in the 2022 film Bros and has also starred in a short film called Relatable Joy. She recently released her second comedy album, Primal Cuts, and has truly made her mark within the entertainment industry. Welcome to the show that cracks jokes to kickstart your morning, and thank you so much for joining me today, Julia. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. <laughs> It was, it was, you like the intro? Oh, it's amazing. I'm going to take you on the road. <laughs> Thank Why you. Why do I hear echo? I, I hear echo here. Yeah, no, I, I warned you about that yesterday. That does happen every once in a while. You said nothing to me, Nick. What? Nothing. I remember I did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah! Come on. All right. So I wanted to give a quick shout out to Trey, who really wanted to be here for today's interview. Um, and, and Julia wanted to as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Trey, I hope you pass your, your exam. Um, don't go into radio. You'll make no money at all whatsoever. Oh, oh man. That's that's very that's exciting for me. I'm very excited now. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. My first question to you is, how many years have you been doing comedy? Is it like a whole life thing or like you started taking it seriously later? I've had a mixture of both, so I, I do want to hear it. I started uh, 
May 30th, 1980. You know the, the exact date? Had. Oh, yeah. Most comics know their first date. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, and uh, I did 20 years. Okay. And then I went back to college. You went back. Where did you uh, attend college? I went to uh, George, Georgian Court University. Okay, okay, okay. That's in, uh -huh. do you know, and where is that? It's in Lakewood, New Jersey. Oh, it's in New Jersey. See, I, wouldn't have, I don't yeah. know why I wouldn't have known that. I should have, but. I don't know either, but <laughs> I became a teacher. I okay. I taught for seven years, and then I left and went back to comedy. That's awesome. So it's like you. So you started off at comedy, ended up going to college to do uh, a teaching career, and then went back to comedy again. Yes, that's awesome. You should have taught comedy. I would love to. I, I was thinking about approaching some colleges for it. Yeah. I could tell you were the cool teacher. Everyone definitely sat in class and you cracked jokes. <laughs> I can tell. You remind me of one of my teachers who was just like that. I could just tell, like, the energy. I think that's awesome. Uh, you know what? I, I love teaching, Nick, and I, uh, I I would have not left, but, you know, uh, comedy called again. Hey, when when duty calls, you got you to gotta make things happen. I understand. You got to. You got to. It's like a religious calling. No, <laughs> I was going to say, like, I feel like your heart, like, it tells you, and, like, you got to follow it, too, and it's just. Things happen, um, but that's super awesome. What, what did you teach? Like, what did you teach a certain grade or? I did. I taught sixth grade language arts. Oh my gosh, that's great. Okay. Oh man, I remember my sixth grade language arts class. I did not write a good <laughs> essay. No, I did not. Um, but it's okay because I, now I write scripts, so it's not too bad. Oh, I'm, I'm, well then, I'm glad you're still writing. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So my next question for you is what made you start comedy in the first place and what makes you want to continue it? Cause you just mentioned that you did go back to it. Um, as you grow older and older, what makes you want to continue it? Um, I, th I have this, I told young comics, I say comedy's like the Eagle song hotel, California. You can check out anytime you like, but mm -hmm. you can never leave. Gotcha. You know, and that, it's, it, there's, a, there's a feeling when you're on stage like no other, and it's the only place really in the world where I feel at home. Ooh, that's a really interesting take. That is something that I've not heard something like really feeling like home, because I'm actually doing my first performance in about two weeks, and I'm, I'm very nervous about being up on stage, because usually, you know, I can play a little hide-and-seek with my audience. I hide behind a microphone. They don't know me, but... Um, it's it's very nerve wracking. So, can you talk well, a little I bit more about that? I didn't say you weren't going to be nervous. Yeah, I was scared to death the first time. Mm -hmm. Because when you have a dream, and you get an opportunity to live it out, there's always that fear. Like, what if I what if I suck? <laughs> I, like I'm like I'm totally like in my head. I'm like I don't. I'm going into it saying to myself, okay, if I bomb it, I bomb it, but. It's a good learning experience. Absolutely. Where are you doing it? I'm doing it at Catch. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited, but it's it's like a, I'm doing the hosting thing. So it's short, but it's like I'm introducing everybody and everything. So it's it's very it's a good step, like a first step. And I'm just really I'm nervous, but um, Well, you should be. But take that take that fear and that nerve and funnel it into, you know, positive energy. Okay, I, you know, I like that answer too. That's awesome. I had multiple of my friends who did comedy. They were just like, dude, 
F it. Just go up there and do your best. And I was like, I like that answer, too. Yeah. Picture yourself being successful. Yeah, I I try and do that the best I can. But, um, you know, it's all part of the job. So in in your experience... What would you... Oh, that's actually so funny. I asked this. What would you say is the scariest part about getting up on stage, like, as a whole? Even in the even walk, in a decorated walk, career. The walk from backstage to the, to the mic. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. That's the scariest part. That makes sense. I could see that. Because how Catch is, like, kind of, like, laid out. I, have you performed at Catch before? Oh, uh, many times, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like that little room, and then you come out from the back, and then you come. That is so scary. That is so scary. Ooh. It, it is it, it, if you're a newbie, you know, and uh, I still get a little nervous, but I, I channel, again, I channel that energy. Mm-hmm. So then what's your favorite part about being a comedian? Uh, the laughs, hearing the laughs, and the first time that first laugh you get it washes over you like this wonderful life force whoa okay it's like it's like you're so like i feel like the first laugh would feel like a huge weight off your shoulder it is yeah oh i mean i've worked in front of thousands of people at a time Mm -hmm. and you see you look out and you see those people laughing at stuff you wrote yeah. Nothing like it. I gotcha. I mean, I feel like also it comes down to, and like this is what other people have told me as well, it comes down to like you're sitting out there and then you never know who your fan base is or who your viewers are going to be. Like your specific, I guess, co- well, especially when you're new, your comedy could be such a hit or miss because you don't know your fans. Well, Here's my advice to you. Mm-hmm. If you're planning on doing this seriously, don't worry about your fan base. Worry about being truthful and honest on stage. Truthful and your fans honest. will find you. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I will take that. That's awesome. Thank you. So what? where's been your favorite place to perform? Because it said you were all across the country, and, and most people, I've had some weird answers. I've heard Indiana was one of them for somebody. I've gotten, uh, Texas isn't too weird, but, like, I've gotten some weird places. Wow, one favorite? Uh, I would have to say one of my favorites is the uh, Throckmorton Theater in San Francisco. Well, it's actually right outside mm-hmm. in uh, Mill Valley. How many people yeah. was that? Uh, it was only a couple of hundred, but oh, it's a very old theater. Yeah. And it was a vaudeville theater. In fact, Charlie Chaplin played there. Whoa, that's, that's really cool. That's how old it is. But yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You got to be on the same stage as Charlie Chaplin. That That is something that... And, and Stan Laurel, too, was on it. Oh, my gosh. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a decorated stage right there in itself. Oh, That's I kissed awesome. the stage when I got there the first time. I would have done the same thing. I get it. I get it. So I want to get into some of the cool things that you've done without, throughout your career and um, the impact on the entertainment industry that you've made. 
one of the things was, what was it like getting to have your own documentary? I am a huge fan of documentaries. I love to hear them. I love to hear, like, pretty much everything about, like, someone's life or how they did in their career and stuff. And did you have any creative control over it? Like, was it based off your ideas and, like, you guys built upon it and stuff? I just want to hear more about your documentary that you released. It was called, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Julia Scotty, Funny Julia That Scotty. Way. Yeah, got it. Um, I, I, I had no control to answer your question, mm -hmm. but the, the woman who produced it, uh, was named Susan Sandler. Yeah. And she also wrote a very famous movie called Crossing the Lancey. Okay. So I was up in Nantucket. Okay. And she was, uh, at the, in the audience mm -hmm. and we, you know, after the show, we, we talked and went out for drinks and stuff and, uh, at the time, I was thinking of doing a one-woman show. Okay. And she offered to help me. And as we got to speaking, I, she said to me one day, you know, this needs to be a movie. This needs to be a documentary. And so I, I said yes. And when you do something like that, and we agree to it, you have to open your life up to a total stranger, basically. Yeah. And it got, it was scary at times, but she's very ethical and I love her dearly. So, Is it like, like a nosedive into like, I well, a documentary kind of is a nosedive into the perspective of somebody's life. But like, I never thought that like in the perspective of the person who the documentary is about, that it's like the same thing in a way. Well, you have to trust the person. True. And uh, she gave me permission to, to decide what material would be in there. But oh, that's okay. about it. Well, that, that's good at least, you know. You get to kind of like, I guess, monitor in a way. Well, I didn't see the movie till the end. Oh, man. Okay. And, and so she took me to see a screening. Mm -hmm. And I approved it. You know, there was nothing in there that I, I, I would have said, don't do. Isn't it, like, cool, though? Like, you see yourself, a documentary about yourself. How was, how did that feel during that first big screening that you got to see um, Funny That Way in? Very weird. It was weird? <laughs> yeah. I could get yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you've seen your... They had footage of me in the hospital when I had my heart surgery. Oh, my gosh. And I, you know, so they, they yeah, they snuck a camera crew in there. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. So, yeah. So then out of the many hats that you've worn within the entertainment industry, what would you say has been your favorite part? Would it be the comedy, the writing, or the speaking? Oh, by far the comedy. By far the comedy? Yeah. I love that yeah. answer. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, nothing to compare it to. What would you say, like, well, you said there's nothing to compare it to. So try and describe comedy. Wow, that's a that's a good question. Uh, I, I, there's so there's so many descriptions, but I think comedy for me, it's um, sharing my truth with people. Okay. In a funny way. I love that. So, is your comedy? This is actually a great transition into into hopefully hearing something. Can we hear a little a little snippet? No. No. <laughs> No, I mean, 
You want me to just start doing material? No, no, not like material. I guess like a basis of like what you do. So you just said a truth that you make funny. All right, I'll give you an answer. Okay. I'm working on a bit right now about uh, financially, be, you know, being things being tight, being a comic, you know, not making a lot of money. Okay. So I wrote this bit about how I went to a financial advisor and he looked at my savings and he came out like a doctor giving me bad news. He said, oh. we've done everything we can, but it's in God's hands now. Ah, <laughs> I like it. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's um, what I'm doing. I see. Okay. I can kind of see where you're going with that. That That's a good take. That's actually something that's a similar way of how I wanted to kind of base my stuff, like off of like experience and like the things that you go through in your life. I think that's a cool way to like kind of, cause I like to tell stories of my friends, but like I'll always like exaggerate it a little bit and it's like, it's well, funny. Sure. Um, and, and they enjoy it. Um, and ironically, that's why I wanted to start. Cause my friends were like, this kid, you're funny. I'm like, Oh, thanks man. So, and I was like, this would be fun. Let's try it. Um, you never know, but, um, I had, I'm pretty sure you've been asked this before, but everyone's got to ask it. What was your experience like on America's Got Talent? It's very recognized. You've got a million views on all the videos that you've been on, on YouTube with those, um, from their YouTube channel. So what was it like being on, on the show? Well, I never even attended to go on the show. Really? Um, they, they found me, they have talent scouts. That watch the internet mm -hmm. and when I first came back they must have seen an article or you know maybe a video that I did and they approached my manager about auditioning and she approached me and I said I don't want to be out a game show it's a you know it's a contest <laughs> and she goes are you are you insane they're offering it to you so I went and auditioned, uh, and um, the, the, I got the show. Mm -hmm. And so the first time, I guess, uh, I was was a tape show, yeah. and that's the one that everybody, uh, you know, refers to when they show. And that's the one that's featured in the movie too. Yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't scary for me because I was used to working theaters. Okay. And, and this was like a, maybe a couple of thousand people in the theater, mm -hmm. which, you know, is it's intimidating to some. But I just went out there saying it's just another show. I get that. Yeah. And, and it went well. Well, yeah, a million views on all of them. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I can only they imagine. 13 million viewers on that show. Hey, I mean, that a lot of people uh, don't even get that many, though. So, like, on their videos. No, I was, I was blessed. It's sure. awesome. But, um, yeah, I, w I just want to say thank you for, for joining me today. I'm going to give you the opportunity on the floor. If you want to plug any of your upcoming things or your social medias, go ahead. Floor is yours. Well, just come on out to uh, Catch a Rising Star tomorrow. Mm -hmm. The show is, I think, at 730, right? Yes, yeah, 730 at Catch a Rising Star. <clears throat> it's a nice little room, and we'll have a lot of fun. 
Absolutely. So yeah, once again, you can check out her show live tomorrow at Catch a Rising Star located in the Hyatt Regency in Princeton, right downstairs. It is going to be free if you just comment on our Instagram post at Wake Up Rider and type Saturday. You get free tickets to see her live, 7.30, Catch a Rising Star. Thank you. Stay on the line. I'm going to bring us into the underwriting announcements, but it's been awesome getting to talk to you, Julia. Uh, just thanks Thank for you. your time. All right, everybody. So there is a reason that 1077 The Bronx is nominated for a 2023 IBS College Media Award for Best Social Media for the second consecutive year because we're damn good at it. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 The Bronx, on Twitter at 1077 The Bronx FM, and on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC. We'll be back with more Wake Up Rider after these run underwriting announcements exclusively on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 The Bronx. You receive a message from Amazon stating that your account password is about to expire. It states that unless you verify your password soon, your account will be deactivated and all your data deleted. Luckily, there is a link attached for you to click to verify your password and login information. Now, before losing your account access, you click and follow the instructions and hit submit. Everything should be fine now, right? Wrong. Because you have just unknowingly fallen for a scam. These phishing scams are so elaborate that they will create a full website to mimic an Amazon-style webpage just to steal your account information. These scams don't just relate to Amazon, they range from pretending to be a friend to your boss. One way to avoid these kinds of attacks is to always verify the source of your messages by confirming the number or email address to see if they are legitimate. Also, don't click on any links from anyone you don't know too well. For more information, visit njkicks at cyber.nj.gov. One more time that I hear this Wachowski guy, and I might just lose it. Could you stop your whining? 1077 The Bronx is back with their weekday morning show, Wake Up Rider with Nick Wachowski. <sighs> I spoke too soon. It's the most wonderful time of the year on 1077 The Bronx. Rock around our Christmas tree before you see Mommy Kissing Santa Claus to the biggest hits and best variety of holiday music from now until Christmas Day, including The Bronx 12 Days of Continuous Christmas Music going on right now. Welcome back to Wake Up Rider here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm your host, Nick Witkowski. I'm joined by absolutely nobody. <laughs> What the heck, man? No, I'm kidding. It's fine. But um, I just said welcome back, and now I'm going to say goodbye again. Sorry. Hey, don't clap. That's messed up. Because I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. That's right. It's time to listen to I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by Dolly Parton here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. You're not going to I was tucked up in my bedroom 
<laughs> Yucky, that's sus. Get that out of here. That was Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by Dolly Parton. We're back with more Wake Up Rider. I'm your host, Nick Wodkowski. Once again, oh man, it's time for a semester recap. Now, I was a little nervous about copyright, but I'm going to have to say the song. And I have to play this song because, I mean, this this song has come with us uh, as a music bed for the entirety of the semester. And it will always have a very near and dear spot in my heart. And ironically, I was playing the game that it's from yesterday, and I played this exact song from it. That's right, guys. Did you miss it? It's Dire Dire Docs. I think the only way to exemplify my semester recap is through this song. So here it is. I know you guys know it. I know you guys love it. Because I love it. Yeah! So, a semester recap. Now, this has probably been uh, the, the most change I've ever had in my life. The, the biggest three, the longest three months of my life, but also the craziest, most eventful three months of my life I've ever gone through. I learned a lot, fell a lot, uh, made a lot of mistakes, but also, most importantly, grew a lot. So I want to talk a little bit about college and those that, you know, if you're listening and are still in high school, maybe, you know, thinking about where to go or, you know, are undecided on whether or not college is really for them. And, um just tell you basically how much you can make you can make of this place like it is such a good place to be especially Ryder shout out Ryder they they do a lot they really do they do a great job with it question of the day I'm gonna answer it now the biggest life lesson that I learned this semester and why I mentioned it briefly before but it is honestly the opportunity now I will say that the opportunities usually don't come without hard work first so you need to work hard in order to get the opportunity but when you get the opportunity do not shy away Take it with pride. Realize that making mistakes are okay, and it'll all get figured out. If you do well, that's great. But if you mess up, well, you're going to mess up. I'm not going to lie, no matter what it is. Um, And I've had a ton of them. So uh, with radio, with Theta Chi, with whatever it may be, you just learn from all the mistakes, and you become like a much more mature and a a better person. I, I would say when I started college here at Ryder University, that sounded really poetic. When I started here at Ryder University a year and a half ago, I'll tell you that um, I was still a kid. I was definitely still a kid. I'm only 19. I'm still a kid. I really am. But I feel much more like an adult, like within the past three months specifically. But I guess since I honestly probably joined Theta Chi. um, But I remember like... Dude, I was such a child. I was, like, in a relationship. I was, like, doing this, doing that. Um, And I would just go home after school. I'd come to the radio station for, like, an hour and do, like, production and learning the ropes and stuff. Um, And then I went to the spring semester of my freshman year, and immediately, boom, I was like, hey, Rob Brown, who was doing this show, I was like, let me on the show. I want to give it a try. And he was was like, all right, dude, like, sure. That was the beginning of... the beginning of this, this long rodeo of my life, because probably wouldn't have been in Theta Chi, probably, well, definitely wouldn't have had the show. Um, uh, production, I, I was doing production, but he gave me a lot of good tips as well, so a lot of it wouldn't have been possible without his help, but um, I digress. The biggest life lesson was definitely opportunity. Take it all. Just full send it. If it's in your gut, you gotta do it. Um, 
even if you're nervous, because sometimes the most nervous things are the most rewarding things. That's right. That is my quote, baby. I'm on fire today. So I want to run it back to to all the things that happened to me this semester. I'm going to go through my memories, because why not, dude? And we're going to be looking at some of these core, core memories. I'm going to be honest with you. Came into this semester, I I didn't know how it was going to go. I took a lot of risks um, during the summer, and and I I made it happen. Um, I want to talk a little bit about a New Year's resolution. That's a great place to start. So my New Year's resolution in 2021, that's right, we're running it back two years ago almost at this point. We're getting into 2023 soon. And my New Year's resolution... I was six foot and 120 pounds. That is not very, that is not a very good weight. That is not good. That is underweight. Um, And I was like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to, I want to change. Like, I don't want to feel uncomfortable under my own skin anymore. So I started going to the gym. And the best part about that is, and I'm very happy about it, although sometimes I'm a little inconsistent because, you know, life gets in the way. Really should make it a priority, though. Don't come for me. Um, I've gained like 45 pounds in those two years. I'm 165 pounds now, still the same height. That's right. Homie's done growing. Sad days. But the experience and like the, 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 the I guess like the consistency that I learned from going to the gym, like, on a continuous basis. Like, it helped me with my time management and, like, my work ethic because it's, like, you will not see a difference unless you continuously do it and put effort. And it's been great. So I'm looking through my memories from the start of the semester, and the gym was one of those really big things that I was definitely at um, throughout the semester. Now, my grades, school... Guys, listen to me really quickly. I'm not going to lie to you. Um... School is really important. Do well. <laughs> Don't save things to the last second because you're going to be stressing. But, um, and I did that a couple times this semester, but not too bad. Um, also, I think someone just stared at me through the door. I'm wearing a blanket around me, so this looks really funny. I look like a bum. Um, but I, I digress once again. Um, oh no, I seem to have lost my. Oh yeah, school. I've got it. Never mind. Um, my grades at the beginning of the semester, I was like, oh, so this is what it's like being in a fraternity in a radio station at the same time, because ooh, it's not looking so good. <laughs> but now we're looking good, man. Um, my lowest, I think my lowest grade this semester was a B plus. So that's pretty sick. I have a, I actually have a final today. So wish me luck, everybody. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. I do well. It's literally just a presentation, so it's okay. Um, But uh, just with school, it's literally just doing your homework, guys. It is not that difficult. Like, contrary to the popular belief of, I have no time because I'm studying all the time. No, you're not. It's not that hard. Um, You just sit, hunker down. Knock assignments out day like you start like my tip is four days before the assignment is due start it and then beat it at pieces at a time and you'll always get it done early I guarantee my money on it it is that helpful so that's my advice for school but do good in school kids that's right I'm like 70 now talking about this um let's see what else did we do oh the experiences at the radio station this semester okay so I'll say that 
in the spring, I was of, of my freshman year, I was heavily involved with the radio station. I, not really the fall. Like, I was involved, but not heavily, heavily involved. The spring, I became pretty heavily involved, but I didn't do everything, I guess. Like, I would kind of just, like, shy away because um, I still went home at the time. And also, I was rushing, so that is a little bit different. Um, but this semester, I got... I would say I'm very involved with the radio station now, like very much so. Um, we've done some really cool things this semester um, that I'm that I'm really happy about. Um, not only do I think that it benefited Ryder in a lot of ways, um, especially with like the image and, and the, the amazing things that our entire staff at the radio station do every day, um, but and, and of course John, don't worry John, you get you get all the credit, you get some credit as well. Um, we all worked really hard to make things happen and you know we did cool things like we did scream screen obviously which was a very big success and also it was a cool experience except when i was parking and me and trey left and john <laughs> john came for our next because uh, i don't even know what was going through our heads honestly yeah! sorry john once again um and then we did a cool thing i got to go to midnight breakfast this year which was cool but i went with my fraternity but just to be involved in it in some way was cool because i helped logan with the mics which i heard that was a oh no that was a little problem but it's okay um we also did oh rider student top chef how could i forget did the imaging for it man um which is also up for an award that's pretty cool that was cool the awards too all the awards from the NABs to just being able to go and and as a team and hope for the win. Fortunately, we did not win, but shout out to Hofstra for their win, of course. Um, it was just a really surreal experience to be able to do that as a sophomore in college. And you're like, whoa, dude, like I'm really like I'm here right now. I'm living part of the dream that I want. Um, and it's really cool. So. The NAB was a crazy, crazy day. I would never trade that for the world. Um, we also did the IBS, and then I got the two... Well, Trey and I got the award for Wake Up Rider, which is super cool. Once again, guys, thanks for all the support this semester. It meant a lot. Um, and then I got my production one for the promo series, which was super sick. And I just think it's super cool seeing how, throughout the past year how much my production has like evolved i'm not good like i'm 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 okay there's way better and and i still have so so much to learn like i just picked up my minor i still have to go to class there are people who are professionals but like it is so cool to just see the progress that you make in just one year with something that you love to do i i was astounded i was completely appalled by the change and i was like this makes it so much more rewarding because you see your dreams come true every day and you're like, yes, this is what I want. Um, even though you do get tired some days and you need a break. Now, continuing on with the radio station, um, we also did the Sky Zone jump party thing that we did. Um, it was like our holiday party. John got us these really cool like winter hats. They're super sick. Um, and yeah, and I think as a whole, the radio station, and this is what I love most about my semester recap, I made family at Ryder University. Like, I did. Like, I, there is a new meaning to family to me. And I've got my radio station family. I've got my real family, obviously. And then I've got Theta Chi as my family as well. And I think the radio station is just a super tight-knit group of misfit toys who just want to have fun. And they love doing the work. 
and it's fun doing the work. And I think that's that's what makes us such a special a, such a special radio station is that we care about not only the quality of what we do and the quantity that we do, but also we care about one another. And that's what makes the dynamic of of how our station is structured so so magnificent. I, I it's just such a great place to work so get involved guys 1077 the bronc baby that's a plug right there um and i guess i'll leave it off with uh with theta chi man holy crap the things i could say um i've got a lot of memories with the guys this semester um i started off in that fraternity just kind of like straight up nose diving it thanks to rob and charles um really influencing me to join it was really cool um, for them to be able to do that. And I am went from, you know, just a kid who's trying to make friends at a university and get himself out there. Because getting out of my shell like was something that I, I wanted to do for a long time but had trouble doing it. Um, and then I finally was able to do it. And since doing that, because of the guys, it's been everything just boom. Like, everything blew up. Like, I was just like, I felt... A lot of growth through that with mistakes, yes. Um, and I start off as, you know, marketing communications, apparel chair, um, stuff like that. And now I'm the vice president, which is so cool. Um, and I never, ever thought in a million years, I don't think my mother even thought it, that I'd let alone join a fraternity, but be the vice president, it's, it's crazy. And there's a lot that comes along with it, but it's so much fun. And I've made people, I've made friends with people and brothers with people that I will never, ever lose contact with. Like these guys, they mean a lot to me. So shout out to you guys. You guys made my semester as well, um, as fantastic as it was in the ups and the downs. Everybody made, ugh, it was just such a good semester, man. I can't wait for the spring. Um, and I can't wait to sleep though, too. So yeah, that's like basically the basis of my semester recap. It was a very, very big learning curve, but such a rewarding experience. And um, my advice to people who are freshmen, looking to go to college, even in my grade and, and above, if you haven't already, get involved. Get involved. It will find, help you find passions. It'll help you find leadership. It'll help you find so much about yourself. It is literally, college is a journey of self-discovery. That is exactly what college is so far for me personally. A journey of self-discovery. Get yourself out there, push yourself out of a comfort zone and make it happen. Fail or success, you learn as you go. And I love that about Ryder specifically because they literally, they don't literally, they, they like, in a way they push you. I was going to say force, but they don't force. They push you to really get yourself out there. It's like being a big fish in a small pond. So I made the right choice. Hope you guys do too. And yeah, that is the time that we have for my semester recap. Thank you once again to everybody for everything you guys did this semester for Wake Up Ryder. Um, let's keep pushing. Heck yeah, man. Next song, the last song of the semester for the show is, in fact, oh no, where did it go? There it is. That would be Merry Christmas, Ed Sheeran and Elton John. I hope you guys are excited for Christmas because I am too. But we've got the underwriting announcements after that, which I'm going to do my little thing after that. And then weird news. So stay tuned. Let's get into it. Build a fire and gather around the tree. Fill a glass and maybe 
reason 1077 The Bronx is nominated for a 2023 IBS College Media Award for Best Social Media for the second consecutive year. Because we're damn good at it. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 The Bronx, on Twitter at 1077 The Bronx FM, and on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC. We'll be back with more Wake Up Rider after these underwriting announcements exclusively on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com. Get ready because it's going to get weird. Your Pet Matters and other programming on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten in part by Progressive Veterinary Care. 390 County Road, 518 Skillman. Happy birthday! Look at this gift. Oh my goodness, a kitten! Let's name him Mini Kitty! Jack, how do I tell Mom I failed my math test? Look at us, Bean. We just moved to a brand new big city. (laughs) Honey, Brandon broke up with me. Mini Kitty? Jack? Bean? Honey? Are you okay? okay? Our pets are there for us when we most need them. So why not thank their unconditional love with unconditional care? At Progressive Veterinary Care, Dr. T's incomparable, compassionate, and dedicated team of veterinary caregivers are there to help your pet live a healthy life. Their progressive approach to veterinary medicine and curbside protocol provides your pet high-quality medicine and service and their pet parents' peace of mind. For more information about Progressive Veterinary Care's commitment to pet medicine and your pet online, it's ProgressiveVeterinaryCare.com. Looks like you just slipped right back into 1077 The Bronx weekday morning show, Wake Up Rider with Nick Witkowski. It's the most wonderful time of the year on 1077 The Bronx. Rock around our Christmas tree before you see Mommy Kissing Santa Claus to the biggest hits and best variety of holiday music from now until Christmas Day, including the Bronx 12 days of continuous Christmas music beginning Oh, wait, just kidding. Right now. That's right. It's currently going on. Welcome back to Wake Up Rider on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. This is our last segment of the semester. And what better way to lead it off with some Florida Man Friday. Wow, these news just get weirder and weirder. The first one, this one is freaking weird, but pretty bad. Ugh. Drunken Florida man with a real gun shoots his child playing with a Nerf gun. Right. What? Oh, wait, not his child. With a, with a child, though. So that, that sucks. A man who was drunk on whiskey and beer pulled out a gun and shot a seven-year-old boy while the children were playing with Nerf guns. Now, I actually have a funny story about Nerf guns. So um, there... When I was younger, I, I was given a Nerf gun. I did have a Nerf gun, not for long. Um, but I had my my friend who lived in the same development as me, because I, I live in an apartment building, not in the same apartment, but in the same complex for, I think, 13 years now. Um, no, that's cap, actually, 12 years. And there was this other kid named Nick. Yes, I know, ironic. He, I was Big Nick, he was Little Nick because he was a little bit younger than me. He was like, I think, three years younger. He's really tall, though, now, so now I'm Little Nick. Oopsies. Oh. Wish I was taller, parents. Should have should have hit a growth spurt. Um, but he basically, um, we were playing with Nerf guns, and I was just being, I'm, 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 I'm going to be honest, guys. I was an absolute... Head. I was really mean. I was so bad. I took the Nerf gun. I ran up to him, and my mom warned me and said, "Don't go for his neck. Don't shoot him right in the face, like within like a foot of him." I didn't listen. I walked up to him. 
I put the Nerf gun up to his neck and I shot it. And I was like, what? I think seven. And, um, dude, he was in pain. It like went into his vocal cords. So sorry, buddy. I did not mean to do that to you that many years ago, but I'm apologizing now X amount of years later. So that's okay. But basically, yeah, the guy in the story, um, shot the kid with he was playing with a nerf gun um but you know he was drunk i guess he just wanted to join the fight i don't know there's the army I don't know. that's weird even more weird news so a florida man was arrested after pelting his girlfriend with mcdonald's sweet and sour packets why sweet and sour though? Like I don't like. Ew, that's not even a. Uh, I mean, that's not a terrible choice. Like it's better than barbecue sauce, which is a hot take. I know. Hey, yo, I'm gonna get a lot of backlash for that one. But I don't like barbecue sauce, so take that. I like ranch. Sweet and sour sauce is all right. But a Florida man pelted his girlfriend in the head and face area with sweet and sour sauce packets Sunday because he was angry she had bought the wrong food from McDonald's. This was a felony battery complaint. Oh, my gosh. This guy's got a crazy beard. Um, but basically, after he threw these sweet and sour packets um, in a motel room in Tampa, basically, he then pinned his girlfriend to the ground, placed his palm on her face, and pressed her head into the ground using, the bo- using his body weight, which is, like, really scary. But the woman ripped off a part of his beard, so joke's on that guy. Your beard, you need to shave now, buddy. Um, but that, that stinks. I mean, first of all, I just don't, I still don't understand why sweet and sour. I personally would have chosen ranch, but that's just me. <sighs> this, this is getting weirder and weirder. This news is a hundred percent certified weird. A Florida man blames Putin for why he was speeding during the traffic stop. This sounds a lot like my buddy Trey Wright, <laughs> except that's with the gas prices. So it should be. Trey Wright blames Putin for why the gas prices are still as high as they are. Anyways, into the actual story. A Florida man who was pulled over for a speeding during a traffic stop last week attempted to place blame on the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. That's right. The unidentified driver was pulled over um, by a deputy in Palm Coast last Thursday for allegedly running a stop sign and going 50 and a 30. First of all, that's your own fault. The man gave the deputy um, a, a bunch of reasons to why he was speeding, including that he just got the car and was trying to get it out of sport mode. That is a reason. Dude, then I just got my car out of sport. I just got my car, and I'm stuck in sport mode in turbo. So now I can go 70 and a 50. I don't know. Soon after, um, the driver then informed the deputy that he was telling the truth. So, I mean, uh, obviously, it was not. The guy was arrested because he blamed... Well, no, was he Was he arrested? Let's see. Let's see. Um, no, he got a lot of speeding tickets, though. That sucks. Poor guy. Um, hey, he got a speeding ticket and another for running a stop sign. That That's your lesson, I guess. But that was pretty weird. Everything was weird. This whole semester has been wacky. And this is my last time on the air until January 23rd. So, um... I mean, you'll hear me. You'll hear me on commercials and stuff. But this is live Nick Witkowski signing out. Thank you so much for listening to Wake Up Rider all semester long. It has been a lot to me. Uh, We'll be back next year, 2023. That's right. Happy holidays and a happy new year, everybody. Um, We'll be back the same time, Monday through Friday, 7.30 in the morning till 9 a.m. Hope you guys are excited because we are too. I've got a lot to work on this winter break, but I hope you guys get the break that you all deserved as 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 well as myself. But in the meantime, for this long 
break of Wake Up Rider. Here's more of the biggest hits and best variety on your 2023 IBS Media Award nominated radio station for best college radio station in the nation, 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. This is Nick Witkowski signing out for a little bit, but... Happy holidays and a happy new year. Have a great winter break, everybody. Thank you for listening to Wake Up Rider. Hope you're all revved up for your day and keep listening to the three-time nominated NAB Marconi Award for College Radio Station of the Year, 1077 The Bronx. And make sure you check out our website at 1077thebronc.com slash wakeuprider. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at wakeuprider and follow us on Twitter at rider underscore wake. We'll see you next time, bright and early, only on 1077 the Bronx. Goodbye.